Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, folks. It is a beautiful November day on the beaches of Florida. We're up here in the panhandle. It got a little chilly last night. That that holiday spirit's getting into the air. You know, I went for you that, that wonder. I went to the doctor yesterday. They took the cast off of my leg, put me in a uh, what's called a walking boot. Now, I can't walk yet. They want three more weeks uh, to look at this again, but the x-rays looked good. Uh, the two bones have moved from a quarter of an inch apart to an eighth of an inch apart on my heel. I broke my heel. For you that don't know, you can listen to the archives. And uh, they said it looks like the bone is starting to um, fuse itself back together. It's where the calcium deposits build up. They said it actually probably will be stronger uh, than it was, which I don't quite understand all of that, but I hey, I'm in. If it uh, if it'll be good, they told me I'll probably limp around for six months by a year, be back full bore. I'm going to break their record. I think I can do it in six months. I think once this thing heals, I can get back on my bike and uh, start start really getting into shape uh, because I got to get back out on the road. I asked them. I said, uh, "Hey, can I start traveling again? I need to go to my you know speak. I've got companies to visit." And they said, oh, yeah, 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 you can do that. Just take some aspirin in case of blood clots. And it's like, yeah, I think I'll just stay here at beach level for a while. I don't need to worry about blood clots. But today we are in Ken Dunn's book, The Most Important Minute in Your Network Marketing Career. And we are in Chapter 7, Keeping Your Eye on the Prize. Mark Yonell once said, the lifeblood of the business is the new blood. And, you know, we, we come up with funky sayings in network marketing. But truly, you constantly have to be growing your business. It doesn't matter really if it's uh, uh, customers or distributors. Now, this is going to be a controversial statement because there's people out there that say, no, 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 you've got to lead with the business all the time. That's the only way to do it, lead with the business. And I can understand that philosophy 100%. You know, there's a lot of people say people will do more for for money than they'll do anything else. Now, I disagree with that. They say, well, people get into network marketing because of the money. And I disagree with that, too. Do the majority of people that get into network marketing, are they are they looking for additional income? Are they looking for something that they can do? Absolutely. No problem with that. But it's more than that. They're, they're looking for something else. The money is not the ends. The money can be a a forward-thinking motivator for a lot of people, but not everybody. See, there are people that are scouring the Internet today looking for answers to their health issues. So they want to know, hey, what's what's out there? What can I get? What what can I use? What What is available to me? And they will join your business. I had a, a, a gentleman that I knew quite a few years ago. And he did just just under $80,000 a month in income. Never built an organization whatsoever. That was purely from selling the product on the Internet. Duplicatable? Probably not. But it sure the heck intrigued me. And it started me realizing, do I still think the numbers of people that will join your business are higher when you talk about the business opportunity? Absolutely. Sure. Actually, that was out of compliance. I should say network marketing opportunity. But but here's the kicker. I think more people will stay with you because of the product. 
So the question is, do you want short-term upfront money? Go recruit a boatload of people. If you want to build long-term residual income and watch your check always go up, not fluctuate, then you better be looking at people that really understand the vision, the mission, and the products, the dream of what your business is there for. That's what you've got to do. Ken writes this. He says, we have now established the success that success is not a lottery win, but that but that's not to say that you shouldn't play the lottery of your company. Interesting. A good company will constantly be running performance-based contests. The prizes will vary from cash incentives to bonuses. In my company right now, we do this every 90 days. Every 90 days we run a, a cycle of contests that the, the top people, the people that promote up, get to go on exotic vacations. And everybody else has the opportunity to go on a vacation too. But they get to go on vacations. Now this got Paige really excited. Oh, honey, look, we can go to... We can go to this vacation. We can be one of the founders of the company. It's a two-week trip. We get to go to Bali. She's always wanted to go to Bali. I said, well, that's probably true, baby, but that's not where my focus is. So I want you to understand. I'll get your hopes up. Now, Kim says focus on the prize. Don't take your focus off the prize. So am I, am I out from underneath his, his mentoring? No. I just know that based on what my life is like right now, between a broken foot, taking care of clients, and starting a new a new network marketing team, that that was not my focus. I wasn't like some of these people that are 100% all only they focus in on our company. She understood that. She realized that. But see, that's what happens. But Ken makes a phenomenal point here. Because when you focus on winning something, Small contest, big contest, doesn't matter. When you focus on that, you've got a you've got a great aspiration, something that's there. In Ken's first company, they ran a contest, and they were giving away one of those uh, Porsche boxer cars. Never never had one. Uh, used to used to drive around a Porsche uh, that was owned by Michael Bolton for a while that one of my my business associates and good friends owned, and it was a cool car. I love the color. It was blue. Uh, but it's it set too low to the ground. It's not something that I would want on a regular basis. But Ken said, I wanted to be the winner of that car because you were winning the car outright. It wasn't no lease or anything like that. It was a, it was a true prize. He said, the day I heard about the contest, I went out and bought a poster of the boxer and hung it on my office above my desk. He goes, then I went down to the Department of Motor Vehicles and I bought a license plate that said MLM pays, and I put it under the car. He goes, then, now this is the part that I want you guys to get. I think this is good. He said, next, I created a tracking form on my desk, a piece of paper where I wrote down every point that I've got. Because in their deal, everybody's into points, but back then they were even into points. He goes, 14 months later, there was a brand new Porsche boxer sitting in my driveway. I learned a valuable lesson and won a new Porsche in the experience. See, if you're not tracking what you're doing. Now, there's several ways of doing this, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of segue out of Ken's book for a second. You can, you can put a spreadsheet together on your computer and do all that, or you can, just, you can just carry a journal around. I have a journal. This is crazy, and, and y'all don't have to be this crazy. I think I've got a journal for everything. I've got a marriage journal. I've got a personal journal. I've got a business journal. I've got a spiritual journal. I journal everything. Now, in my personal journal, it kind of covers everything. Business, my life, my wife, my romance, my kids' relationships, all that kind of stuff. But in my, in my business journal, I put down my prospects, 
I put down the people that join my business. I put down where we're at right now. I kind of focus on it. The only thing that I don't focus on, it's going to sound really weird, is the money. Paige takes care of that. So when when I go, I don't, I, I couldn't tell you where my volume's at right now. I can't tell you any of that. Now, if I was going for a contest, you bet I'd be focused on that. If you're going for the contest, if you're going to keep your eye on that ball, if this is where your focus is, then that's what you need to do. Only way to do it. See, I just, right now, that isn't where I'm at, but I journal it all. So when somebody calls me, I know where I'm at. I know when I'm doing my third, my follow-up. See, I'm crazy because what I do is I give you three chances. You're in or you're out after three. I'm not going to babysit you. I'm not going to go chasing you somewhere. It doesn't matter how much success or not success you've had with me. If you want to get in here and you want to build it, then that's great. If you don't, I don't have time. Just do not have time. I know it probably sounds a little weird, but that's the way it is. But let's look at something. Ken tracked everything. If you're going to build this part-time or full-time, you need to be tracking stuff. I have my wife helping me track, so she tracks out all the income. I track out all the business. But he says something so profound in here. He said, it will take a couple of years to see consistent income start to come in. It will take a couple of years to see consistent income come in. Most of the leaders that I know that have been around the block, it took four or five years. And then it started really kicking in. See, it's no different than any other business. You've got to go through the apprentice stage, the journeyman stage, and on. My, my brother is a master journeyman. He's not a master electrician. He's a master journeyman. His next position up, I mean, the next rank advancement will be master. More money and all that. But see, you've got to be focusing. Now, I don't want to leave the company owners out either. See, the smartest and most focused in corporate management teams design their contest around really three basic criterias. Number one, the contest is going to reward the right behavior of recruiting new distributors because that's that's the lifeblood of a lot of the businesses. Now, there's some people that will totally disagree with this. A friend of mine, Frank Vandersloot, who happens to be the, the owner of Malaluka, is a, is a lot like me in a lot of our thought processes. And really, the behavior is not just to recruit new distributors – but to recruit new distributors that understand that the products are the lifeblood of the business. If you don't have good products, I don't care who you recruit, you're not going to make it. just won't work. You've got to focus. You've got to build. You've got to do something. Now, Ken writes something on here. He says, if your company has multiple options for joining, as the FTC in the United States encourages then you should expect higher cost or contest rewards to those that recruit at the highest packages. Now, that's a true statement. You know, if, if you've got somebody coming in at, at, at the top level of your business, they're, they're buying a $1,000 or so in product because they want to be able to do samples, they want to be able to put some stuff out there, they want to do, then all, absolutely I think that's the way you need to go. You've got to pay those people more. You've got to give them a more reward for doing that. But at the same time, you want to give something to the little guys. Just the average mom and pop joining, that's a plus right there. The contest, number two, should reward people for helping their teammates promote. You've got to give leaders an incentive 
for helping their team promote. I know back in, in the World Marketing Alliance days, Hubert used to do this. He would reward leaders for promoting leaders. So the more leaders that you got at the, at the marketing director level or above, NSD, what, all that good stuff, the more money that you'd make, the more the award. He'd, he'd take the top leaders in the business out to Hawaii every year. Number three, the contest will reward everyone for a minimum amount of behavior. Absolutely. The average guy that's out there just building a business one person at a time, one, one day at a time, one month at a time, you reward them. Everybody needs to be rewarded. Not everybody's going to be the top dog. Not everybody's going to be the number one. But is there a reason why everybody can't be a winner? Now, this is a debatable issue, and we go round and round in this. But I'm telling you, I think you should find the best in everybody, focus on that, and let them feel like they're a winner. Only way to do it. <clears throat> That's the greatest way to do it. Ken says this. He says, the greatest contests do not have cash prizes. The prizes that create experiences serve both as a reward for accomplishment and a dream-building experience. Now, I believe that's huge. I moved to Destin, Florida with $5,000 in the bank, a $50 deposit down on an apartment, and no job. I shouldn't say that. I I had a part-time job with the Census Bureau at the time. Nothing. It was only a six-month gig. But the incentive, the, the, the dream, the experience of living on an island in the panhandle of Florida, a block off the beach, has driven our success as a family ever since. Every day we watch what happens in this town, the beautifulness, the beaches, life. That may be one of the reasons I don't get excited when people talk about Bora Bora or, or they talk about Hawaii, or they talk about the Caribbean. I live in the, one of the most prestigious places in the world. The water is emerald green. The sand is pure white. If I put a parka on, you'd think I was in Alaska. That's just the way it is. Like Ken has put up a car. I've got a poster I'm putting up of a house that I want. It's a beautiful five-bedroom home. Sets on the bay. It was built in 2005. It's got a secondary home that that is that is two studio apartments. I thought would be great for my girls. It's got a nice compound wall around it, so it's all private. Life experience. That's what I'm going for. That's what I want. I'm praying that the Lord will bring in enough money. See, this is how bizarre I am as your host. I don't I don't want a loan on the house. I want to pay cash for the house. Now, my wife and I went and looked at one estate, and it's like $5,200,000. It's called the Clary Estate. They're one of the local families, built the first bank, owned a lot of property. We don't want that house. It's beautiful, gorgeous. Then we went and looked at the Magnolia, which used to be owned by Jimmy Strickland, the, the man behind the Phoenix Cookie and America's Best Choice, a great networker all in his own right. It's a beautiful home. It's got a safe room for hurricanes and all that. And she said, that's gorgeous, but that's not what we want. Then there's this gigantic mansion for sale, $10.8 million, owned by some dude out of Vegas. It's gorgeous, everything a person could want, including the fact that I figured out I'd have to pay the electric bill. That wasn't going to happen. Forget the taxes on it. And then I showed her the house. I said, this is the one I want. She said, oh, my gosh, this is like... 
living in the country right here on in Destin. I love this. It's got a little workshop for me. The dream. See, this is what we want, and we want to be able to pay cash, and, and we think we can probably get enough money if we work real hard, and the Lord blesses us to be able to do that. See, every contest has to be dream building. The cash is here, and it's gone tomorrow. Ken says, throughout your career, make sure you always, you're always on the leader's board. Win the contest or, or rank high. Even if you're having a slow start, at least focus on it. I believe you need to focus on it. And I know for a fact that the majority of people in network marketing are going to disagree with me, and they're going to say it's always about the numbers. And I'm going to say it's always about the heart. And they're going to say, yeah, Troy, but we're actually on the leader's board in our company. And I'm going to say, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely freaking right. But how many companies have you been with? How many times is it just about that short-end leader's board, and then all of a sudden you fall off? See, folks, I believe that you've got to focus on the numbers. I believe you've got to focus on the contest. I believe you've got to be out there to win and win fast and win hard, and you want to be there on game day. But here's what else I think. I think that some of the greatest leaders are on your team already, and they're floundering a little bit, and they're slow, and they don't get off to that fast start. But if you don't give up on them, and you help them grow, and you help them keep the dream in front of them, that no matter what network marketing company you're with, no, no matter what home business you're with, I don't care how it is, here's what will happen, and this is gigantic. Little by little, some of those people are going to start to grow personally. And as they start to grow and they start to build, all of a sudden you're going to see them start to move up those ranks, and you're going to see them with, with more distributors and more affiliates or whatever you call them in your company that are not at zero, that they're actually up there, they're on, they're on the backup auto ship or they're on regular auto ship or, they're, or they're, having, they're doing stuff they didn't do a year before. That's what I think is going to happen. I believe that you're going to see more and more of those people. And what will happen is you'll have less zeros in your organization. You'll have less attrition. You won't have to worry about people cross-sponsoring them because you're building a culture of people that are winning at their level of the game. And as they win at each level, they start to increase, and they start to think outside the, the box, and they start to stretch through their comfort zone. And it's because you've kept the, your eye on the prize, and the prize is raising up leaders, not just winning the contest for yourself. That's why the greatest contest out there reward leaders who raised up other leaders. It's a big win. It's what we're supposed to. Number two, or, or wait a minute, let's take the contest seriously. Let's let's start back here. Let me. I skipped a part. Number one, start on day one. Decide to take everything your company does seriously. Now, here's what you may do. Maybe you're looking at the contest and you're saying, you know, I work 14 hours a day. There is no freaking way under the sun I'm going to be able to do this. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Go to the store. This is going to sound really weird. I want you to go to the store. Go to Walmart. Go to Costco. Go to Publix. Wherever you go shopping. And I want you to buy two or three different kinds of candy bars. I want you to buy a million-dollar bar or a $100,000 bar, whatever they call them. You know, those they come in a red package. they got gooey centers and Rice Krispies in them. Buy one of those. Okay. Then I want you to then I, then I want you to buy a payday. I want you to get a payday. Cuz that's another great one. You can't go wrong with that. 
Then what I want you to do is I want you to buy some of those. I don't even know the names of these candies, but they they're come in a gold wrapper. I want you to think of them as as pieces of gold. And now here's what you're going to do. Maybe you're not winning the contest. Maybe you're brand new and you're not on the leaders board. But every time you do something to help your business grow, then I want you to open up one of those pieces of candy bar and share it with your family and say, hey, this is our $100,000 bar, man. We had, a, we had a payday today. Or, hey, I made a sale and here's a little piece of gold and we're going to split this up. Is it a little whacked out? You bet it is. But the mental picture is you're having a payday. You're on your way to $100,000. You're on your way to getting the gold. See, all of a sudden, you're having some great times. I'll tell you something else to do. If you're pumping for the contest and you're just not quite there and somebody else wins, go out to the store, go to Netflix, do something, get you a DVD of where that place is. Maybe it's Bora Bora. Maybe it's Bali. Maybe it's Alaska. I don't care where it's at. Go get you one of those, those nice National Geographic videos. And enjoy it as a family. You think I might be whacked out? Listen, from 1990 to the year 2000, on a regular weekly basis, Paige and I would be watching videos from Destin, Florida. We're going to live there someday. Our first goal was 1995. Hurricane Opal came through. We didn't get to move down here. We never gave up the dream. We went through health issues, bankruptcies, owned some businesses, sold the businesses. In 1999, had just come out of bankruptcy. Our daughter had just had her surgery, and, and she would finally be able to be normal. She's a teenager today. I'm not sure what that means. But here's the kicker. We got the phone call on December 26th from an apartment complex that was supposed to have been built in 1995. This man didn't give up his dream either. And said, hey, we got a corner unit for you. If you send me 50 bucks, it's yours. Tell me what color your wife wants me to paint it. We haven't even painted the walls. In March 2000, we moved from Missouri to Florida full-time and have lived here ever since. When you keep those dreams in front of you, when you have your own small little contests, yeah, you may not win the company contest, but you're keeping the eye on the ball. Number three, you've got to create your tracking form. Make sure you have it. Make sure you know the rules of the contest. Make sure everything. Keep it right there in front of you and talk about it. This is the one time in your business that I would probably say you're not going to lead with the product. Okay? What you're going to do is you're going to lead with the contest, with the dream. In my company, we lead with vacations all the time. Hey, we're, you want to go on a vacation for free with me? Here's what you do. This is the way you got to do it. Let's rock the thing out. Let's make it happen. That's the key to it. Number four, talk it up whenever you're around teammates and, and prospects. Now, I don't mean puke down their daggum throat, which is what all of us like to do. You know what? Somebody says, hey, what business you're in? And we never let up. I mean, it's the first time we could be Navy SEALs because we can go without taking a breath for 25 minutes. We look over at the person. Their eyes are rolled up in their head. They're snoring. You don't want to do that. Put you together a little 30-second deal. Little sixty second. I don't care what it is, but when you're around people, talk to them, teammates, prospects. It doesn't matter. Let them know. Hey, here's the scoop, man. You know, this is what I'm doing. I'm actually company's got a contest. We're trying to make this thing rock and roll right now. Number five, create training. Now this is important. See, I got a lot of people. They say, Troy, we want you to be the trainer. Okay, that's cool. 
But you better start training if you're building a team. You know, put stuff together. Maybe just a little blog post or something. But just something that's good for your team. As you go through your life experiences, I can't think of a better training module. I really can't. I think it's the coolest thing. You go out on a on a on a appointment. You go out and have a one of your you know experience party, passport party, challenge party, whatever you guys call them in your company. You know, you're using internet marketing, and I don't care what it is, any of that stuff. You should be journaling down the success and the failures, and then you make a training out of that. That's pretty daggum simple. Number six, learn the lesson. See, regardless of how you make it out, whether you win or lose, reflection afterwards are the key. This goes right back to the training. Because every contest is going to be building upon another contest. We used to call them madman cycles, 90-day madman cycles. And I think they work. They're great. But it's what you got to do to make it happen. Now think about this for a minute. You, 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 let's, let's take, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the, the television series Friday Night Lights. It's a great example of network marketing to a degree. Because at the beginning of every game, or, or at the beginning of every show, they're getting ready for the game. And they're looking at the game tapes and they're looking at what they did and they're practicing and they're getting better and they're getting better and they're getting better and sometimes they're undefeated until their ego gets to them and then they lose a the game inner bickering inner fighting oh, i'm telling you it's really good about network marketing it was just about football texas but if you take and jot down everything that you've learned everything that you're doing everything that you want to do sky can be the limit on where you're going to go that's the key here guys when you keep the eye on the ball, then you're going to make this thing happen. Now listen to me. This this little cliche of keep the eye on the ball, it, it works. But I want you to know that Ken called this keep the eye on the prize. And here's why. Prizes don't move. The prize is always out there in front of you. When you want to keep the eye on the ball, the ball could roll off the doggone road you roll up in a ditch so keep your eye on the prize that includes your personal life maybe the prize that you're looking at has nothing to do with the company contest maybe it's a personal contest maybe it's something you want to do personally whatever it is follow the example in ken's book I think everybody ought to go buy this daggum book. You can go to Beachside CEO, click on Bookstore and get it. You can go to Amazon, get it. Whatever you want to do, go get it. Because no matter what business you're in, it'll work. I mean, I've ripped this book up. It's written in so much. It, it's so good. Our company now puts it out in every in the distributor kit because this is our game plan. This is what we're going by. Tomorrow, oops, wait a minute. We don't have a show tomorrow. Tomorrow I've got to go get my caps put on my teeth, so I'm going to be there at 920. We don't have a show on Thursday. Chapter 8, never miss an event. I used to think that was the stupidest thing anybody could say until I started going to events and realizing here's the deal about events. It's not that that probably you're going to go home and your life isn't going to change. It's going to be about the same. But what happens is the more times you go to events, internally something changes. You start to realize you're not building a business by yourself. All of a sudden, you realize there's other people going through the same crap that you go through. All of a sudden, you realize you're part of a family. And it gives you something to look forward to. And all of a sudden, you're focusing on the next event. Every 90 days, every 120 days, whatever it is, maybe every six months, it gives you something to look forward to. It's kind of like 
going on a vacation. It's fun. You got to put a little bit of money away. You got to earn the trip. You got to do whatever you got to do. But it's worth it every day. Keep it rocking. Folks, you've been listening to the Beachside CEO. I'm Troy Dooley. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, act like it. You can hear this show twice a day on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio. Bye now.